0: So you've finally figured out what you're passionate about and are certain you want to start a business. That's amazing. Well done. That is a huge decision. But you know what? That's just the beginning. Now it's time to think about your business model. In other words, how you will turn it into a business. So let's say you're obsessed with making jewellery. Are you going to create dazzling pieces for others? Teach budding jewellers the tricks of the trade? Write captivating books on the subject, or even host fabulous retreats for those who want to sparkle in the world of jewelry making. In today's episode, I'm going to dive deep into the world of business models, helping you figure out which one or which mix will be the perfect fit for your new venture. I'll be exploring some models you've probably heard of before and some that you may not even have considered, and I'll share some vital tips to make sure you choose the one that's right for you. Trust me. This is an episode you don't want to miss. Are you ready? Then let's go. Hi, I'm Nicola O'Hara, and not so long ago, I navigated my way out of a successful corporate career to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Now I live a life of freedom and work where, when, how, and with whom I choose. I created this podcast to teach you the strategies I learned and share the knowledge and tools I needed during my escape journey so you can make your move out of your day job faster, smarter, and with greater ease. Think of me as your mentor, teacher, guide, and cheerleader through the highs and lows of the Employee to Entrepreneur roller coaster. If you're an aspiring entrepreneur feeling trapped, unappreciated, and unfulfilled in your job, and longing to break free to build a business and life you're passionate about, you're in the right place. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. Well, hello and welcome to this episode. So today I'm cutting out the small talk and getting straight to the good stuff as there is a lot to cover. Because this episode is all about the different types of business models, what they are and the pros and cons so you can decide which one is right for you. So your business model is how you're going to take that thing you're passionate about, are good at and that people will want or need and turn it into something you can create profit from as quickly and with as much ease as possible. Choosing the right business model for you is crucial because it can be the difference between loving your entrepreneurial journey and dreading every step of the way. Because no matter how much you're passionate about something, if you don't select the right model, you could end up frustrated, burnt out, or even decide to close your business altogether. Not because you're not good enough or you weren't passionate enough about it or because people didn't really want what you had to offer, but because you channeled your passion in the wrong way. Think of it like a car. Your passion is the fuel, your talents and skills are the bodywork, but your business model is the engine. If the engine is not right, no matter how much fuel pumps into it, no matter how great the car looks, it will not go anywhere. Your business model needs to align with your talents, values and ethics. You need to feel it really suits you and it's aligned with how you want to do business long term. So the key to choosing your business model is to keep it simple, certainly at the beginning. Because once I start talking about these different models, and if you're like me, you're going to want to do them all, believe me. Just as you might be multi-passionate and find it difficult to narrow down what passion to focus on, you may also be attracted to multiple business models and be excited to get going on them all. But I want you to always think about what model will be easy for you, what one you're going to feel most comfortable and aligned with, what model sits well with you with your ethics and values, and in relation to how you want to show up as a business. Don't worry if you're not sure what I mean at this point, it will all become clear as we go through each model. So without further ado, let's get started and start with the physical product model. So this model is all about making and selling actual stuff people can touch and feel. So creating and making or sourcing tangible goods. So things like handmade soaps, funky socks, the latest tech gadgets, clothing, bags, toys, artwork, jewellery candles, journals, custom cookies, um, ethical beauty products, unique blends of tea or even healing crystals. You can sell these products online through a selling site like eBay or Etsy or have a subscription model. So you know those subscription boxes you can get where you can get recipe ingredients, clothes, beauty products or alcohol sent on a monthly basis and you pay a fee? Well they're really popular and they could also be an option for you. If you also want to meet your customers face-to-face, you could have a brick-and-mortar business, meaning that you have a place where people can go in person to buy your products. Now, a physical shop could be a big outlay at the start, so you may not be able to, to reach that in the very beginning. But you could start with a stall at a local market or ask local shops if, you, if they would like to stock some of your products. Gone are the days when you need to get a bank loan or remortgage your house to start a physical product business. You can assess interest in advance by creating an audience of followers and getting orders before even laying out any cash. But you will need some kind of investment money at the start and money for day to day living until the business is up and running. Unless, of course, you're still working and you're doing it as a side hustle. As a physical product business has a longer startup time than an online only business. Also, you don't even have to make it all yourself these days. You can private label other people's products, customize and repurpose materials, or outsource everything from start to finish. So if you think this model could be right for you, you need to consider a few things. It's not just about the creative part of designing or making the product. That's really just a small part of it. As well as being creative, you need to have a good project management skills to juggle the logistics of design, manufacturing, and distribution. This business model is more time and energy intensive than an online knowledge-based business, so you can get burned out if you're trying to produce everything yourself. And as you won't be able to grow and scale your business with you making a few products from your kitchen table, longer term you're going to need to think about how you're going to outsource manufacturing and distribution. You also have to get your pricing right because of lower profit margins and higher costs of physical materials and logistics. I'm not trying to scare you off of this one. It is you know, a bit more challenging and a little bit more to it than having an online business. But if you are a creative person with a passion and talent for creating physical products, the satisfaction of bringing your creative ideas to life in the tangible world can be immense. Your products could have the ability to, in their own way, to make the world a better place, improve people's lives, and create an alternative to mass-produced goods, all the while giving you an income. Okay so the next model is the service model. Now there's always going to be a market to do something for someone that they can't or don't want to do themselves. So if you have something you're really good at but know others are not, you can trade your time and expertise for money with the service model, sometimes known as the done for you model. So this model entails solving problems for your clients by doing work that delivers a tangible result that they can see or improves their lives in some way. A service business is a great thing to offer to people who have more money than time and value you to help them. Think of things like business services like event planning, graphic design, editing, videography, photography, software development, or being a virtual assistant or a bookkeeper. Other personal services could include interior design, fashion styling, personal training, hair, makeup artistry, organizing, pet grooming, walking, or training. This business model is great for people who enjoy working closely with their clients, have strong interpersonal skills, and are comfortable with the time-intensive nature of providing a service. You need to build a strong reputation and cultivate client relationships to be really successful with this model. So what's the upside? Well, you get to be of service and work with people to see a tangible outcome. You get almost instant satisfaction. You get almost instant satisfaction from helping people to change their lives or to do something to make their lives easier. It's very little investment to start beyond your time and skills. You can get started with very little capital beyond, beyond your time if you work for someone else or you, if you start small and don't need a lot of specialised equipment. The downside. Less freedom if you want, if you always have to be available for your clients. There is the potential for burnout because there's only a finite amount of time. It's hard to take time off and, and you usually don't get paid if you're sick. You're constantly marketing for new clients and also scaling can be a challenge since you've only got 24 hours in the day. You either need to charge premium prices or maybe bring on someone else to work with you. However if you love what you're doing and are making the income you need you may not feel the need to scale so you can just keep going as you are. Okay moving on the consulting coaching model. So, if you love sharing your wisdom and watching other people's thrive, then this could be your perfect match. Whether it's business leadership coaching or mentoring, business consulting, career coaching, health and wellness coaching, or any kind of life coaching, the client is responsible for their outcome. You don't do the work for them. You leverage your personal experience, specialized knowledge, or industry expertise to deliver value and guide them to whatever their goal is. This model is really well suited for people who enjoy mentoring, have excellent communication skills, and are passionate about sharing that expertise to help others reach their goals. Building a strong personal brand and a network is really vital for success in this field. The upside on this model is that there is very little setup costs. You're sell- selling your time and your expertise. So you could just start with a laptop or a phone. It might end up being a little bit more expensive if you are trying to have a qualification beforehand, but that is not a necessity. It's satisfying to help people create transformation and solve problems in real time. There are many different ways to deliver. You can customise depending on how long you like to work with your clients or how you want to work with them, so in person or online. Coaching and consulting can be provided one-on-one in group settings. You could have VIP days, you could run workshops and seminars, or even have a luxury retreat. So you can choose the type that you can feel most comfortable with and that you feel will actually attract your potential clients the most. So while this model offers a high degree of flexibility, it's harder to scale due to the time-intensive nature of coaching and consulting. It's still exchanging time for pounds or dollars model. So you're going to need to charge appropriately to hit your income goals. The key thing to remember in this model is not to burn yourself out with too many clients at once and be mindful of your preferences. Do you want to travel? What hours do you want to work? Do you want to see the with people in person? Do you want to have them online? Do you want to do two hour blocks? Would you prefer actually having a group of people to coach? Boundaries are, are essential to master, especially around time, but also not feeling responsible for the outcome. Now, a lot of people get really scared off this model because they don't feel qualified and they let imposter syndrome sneak in. If you can help people and you're not breaking the law, you can offer your skills and experience to anyone who needs it without learning new qualifications. Don't overthink it. Even your basic skills and experience could be the missing piece for someone else. You can be just 10% ahead of someone and still be able to give great value. Actually, you might be better than that somebody with more experience as you're closer to where they are right now and can understand what they're going through. So if you want to be a weight loss coach and you've just lost a huge amount of weight yourself using a technique that you designed then you'll be able to relate to that person who is unhappy with themselves because they feel overweight far more than the famous weight loss coach who lost weight 10 years ago. For you, it's still raw. You still remember those emotions. It gets harder as time goes on. You have to trust in yourself that you have enough to offer for this model. Okay, so the next one is the online knowledge sharing model. Do you have knowledge or a skill that you would love to share, but are not really that keen on dealing with people directly? So, on a one to one basis or in a group face to face basis, then this model could really work for you, particularly if you're more introverted or would love a primarily passive income style of business. The model can be pretty hands off, or you can still have interaction with your customers if you want to. It can be transactional and anonymous, or involve being a personal brand. So, you're really out there and everyone sees you. In this model, you can create online courses, write ebooks, create templates or launch a membership site to share your expertise with the masses. You can also make advertising revenue from podcasts, video, social media, or blogging, or become an affiliate for someone else with the course membership program and take a percentage of that sale. The best thing about this model is that once you've created your content, you created your products, you can pretty much sit back and enjoy the passive income as people keep coming back for more. But first, you'll need to invest a lot of time and effort into creating valuable and engaging content, as well as putting in place effective marketing strategies to attract and retain your customers. Look, you just can't create a course and expect it to sell. You need to build your brand and become someone who is known, liked, and trusted in your area of expertise. And that means having strong communication skills and being passionate about sharing your knowledge with others so that people will feel comfortable investing in whatever it is that you're selling. So what's the upside of this model? It's pretty much a low commitment to your clients. They know what they're paying for upfront and what to expect from you. You have the potential to help a lot of people without burning yourself out. So if you've dreamed of getting your message out there to thousands or hundreds of thousands of people, then this is a way you can make it happen. You can give your knowledge and expertise to people who need it right now. So you can have a course and they can binge on it, get all the information out of you and they can do it within a week if they want to, or they can take their time and do it over a few weeks or a few months. So another upside is variety. You can create various things and not commit to one topic forever. It's far easier to pivot in a knowledge-based business than it is in any other business. So what's the downside? Well, you need to become an online marketing ninja. It's really a numbers game, so there's lots of pitching, selling, and marketing to your audience. But this doesn't need to feel icky. You can do it in a way that feels right for you. There are many different ways to help people with your knowledge. This model is perfect for those starting a business on the side of their job because it's less of a commitment to your clients and once it's set up, it's much easier to manage and keep earning from it. Okay, so the final model is the hospitality model. Do you live for creating unforgettable experiences and making people feel right at home? Then this model might be your cup of tea. You could run a cosy B&B or a boutique hotel, launch a food truck, Restaurant or funky bar, plan fabulous events, or finally buy that chateau in France where you can let your imagination run wild on all the experiences you could create for your guests. You need to be a real people person for this with an eye for detail and a knack for handling the hustle and bustle. You also need a passion for creating memorable experiences and strong management skills, as you're going to need to manage day to day operations as well as financial management. And don't forget the importance of nailing customer service. Customer experience and service quality are crucial for success in this industry. And the upside of this model is that you have face-to-face interaction with your clients on a daily basis and can bask in their positive feedback. You can immediately make changes based on life feedback if needed. You can create a business to align with your own dreams, like living in a different country or moving from a city to the country. You can also stay small or scale the business depending on what lifestyle you want. The downside is that customer expectations are very high in this type of kind of model. There's a large initial investment and it's less flexible because you're tied to a physical location of your business. But if you've ever dreamed of running a hospitality type business and go into it with your eyes open and the financial backing you need, it can be really rewarding and a fun venture to get into. So there we go, the main business models. As I said at the beginning, I 100% recommend choosing one model and sticking with it to start with. You'll get far more traction and be less overwhelmed just focusing on one path for now. So choose one primary model and focus on building a solid foundation for your business. Trust me, there'll be plenty of time later to spice things up and add more flavours to your business mix. But as your business grows and you become more confident in your entrepreneurial journey, you can start exploring other models to complement your initial choice. By then, you'll have a better understanding of your markets Your customers and your own strengths, making it easier to choose additional models that will help you level up your business game. Now, take a deep breath, pick one model to kick things off, and remember there's always room for growth and experimentation down the road. The bottom line is the key to success is choosing a model that aligns with your passions, talents, and skills and values. By doing so, you'll be setting yourself up for a fulfilling entrepreneurial journey that gets you closer to your dream future as you reflect on these business models and envision your ideal future, don't forget why you're doing this. Your why is what drives you and keeps you focused on your goals. It's about creating a life and business you're truly passionate about and choosing the right model is just the beginning. Now, I would absolutely love to hear if this episode resonated with you. If you have questions or want to chat about anything we discussed, don't hesitate to reach out. You can email me at nicola at nicolaohara.com. You can slide into my dms on instagram at nicola.ohara or even book a one-to-one call with me by going to nicolaohara.com forward slash book hyphen a hyphen call all these contact details will, will be in the episode description as well remember you have the power to create a life and business you've always dreamed of choosing the right business model is a crucial step on your journey so take your time trust your instincts and always keep your why at the forefront of your mind You've got this, and I can't wait to see where your entrepreneurial path takes you. That's it. Thanks for tuning in this time. As always, the link to the show notes is in the description for this episode on whatever platform you're listening from. Remember, you deserve to live your passion, so go for it. This is your time. Hey, so if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or Amazon, so you know as soon as a new episode is released and don't miss out. And while you're there, feel free to give a rating or drop in a comment. I would love to hear from you.